this time you guys for your what thanks to defm records oh. and the defm records all-stars for oh. providing our entrance music yes and welcome Indeed. to another episode of atomic monsoon i'm back hey stephanie's here and oh. my nose and i'm really congested because arizona decided to go from 40 to 70 in a day <laughs> it's true it's true i was i was enjoying all those uh social media memes that were all like arizona last week and people bundled up in parkers arizona this week and it was a pool party yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so. Which is not. That's basically every year, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. really. The thing yeah. is, though, I don't think I've ever seen it go from literally the highest 40 one day to the next day being actually 70. Like, that's a 30 degree jump in a 24 hour period. It, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's more akin to the winters we had back in like the late 80s, early 90s. So before global uh, warming. Okay. Before I was here. Well, <laughs> I guess you could say that. <laughs> no, no. No, no. We had that back then too. Yep. We've had it for a but long then, time. But then they called it the hole in the ozone layer. Right. Yes. Yes. And yes. if you used Aquanet, we were going to be dead before I was 30. You know, you know what's funny is I actually uh, accidentally bought Aquanet hairspray last time I bought hairspray. Yeah. Yeah, which is the last time I cut my hair before this time, so like four years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so every so often I will I will use Aquanet on my hair. I don't use hairspray a lot, but when you have as much hair well, as I, mean, I do, sometimes like if I'm they, going to something official. They told official, everybody that like, the world was going to end if they didn't stop using like aerosol cans. And right. Nobody stopped using aerosol cans and the world still existed. Uh, I know a lot of people that use them less. Yeah, but so, I mean, every air freshener went from being like a little thing that stands there or a thing in your car to being a spray of some kind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, I don't see less. Aerosol. All I'm hearing is the song Hairspray from yeah. Hairspray, where, they, where they're spraying like so much to the point you might as well just be eating it. Yeah. Oh. Speaking of hairspray, yeah. Marvel's coming out soon, and that takes place in the 80s. 90s. 90s. 90s too. Yeah. Oh, it is 90s. It's just yeah, 90s. It's something I was, I was curious about. Like, I heard uh, Nirvana week. song in the advertising for it. Uh-huh. And it made me go, like, I'm pretty sure Kurt Cobain wouldn't want any of his music used for advertising on anything. Uh, kind of ironic. I don't think Kurt Cobain wanted any of his anything used for anything. Yeah. That's why, <laughs> I, that's like, it's kind of... Kurt, I don't think he would be happy with that song being on a I mean, uh, for it, any movie. It doesn't matter what the movie is. In fairness, Kurt Cobain didn't like his his music being used to make money for himself. Yeah. So that's what I mean. Though. You know, like, he, yeah, you're not wrong. I, I don't think he would be happy about that. But Dave Grohl is still alive. Also, the other guy, Chris yeah. something. Damn it! I always forget his sorry, name. Sorry, Chris something. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Till, still to this the, day, though, I don't think Dave Grohl. When I think Nirvana, I still think Kurt Cobain. He's the drummer. I know. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't think him when I think no, Nirvana. You I know I because think everyone always Kurt thinks they're the vocalist, even though they're still the rest of the band, no yeah. matter what band you're listening to. Speaking of which, you can go to defmrecords.com and listen to all kinds of wonderful bands. Indeed, and you can. find some new music. So, but yes, Captain Marvel comes out next week. I'm mm-hmm. actually going to go see it on Thursday when it premieres. Ooh. So I will have a review. Ready for Friday. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Unless yes. I do not have an opportunity to go see it that night. So, I right. just, yeah. unless Stephanie turns out to be a scroll. <laughs> it's possible she was gone for a week. She was. And she came back no, and she's I, I, happy. Actually, I'm like, goose. really happy. I'm You're, goose. What? I'm goose. From Top Gun? No, I'm the cat, goose. Oh. Oh. Oh, that Wait, cat. Goose is a scroll? I, no, 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 no. He's not, he's not a scroll. Goose is a flurkin. He's a flurkin. Oh, okay. yeah, that, oh that's right. That. That's right. We were talking about that the other day. Yeah. Flurkin cat. Oddly enough, speaking of the band thing, uh, I wanted, I'm jumping back to that because yeah. you, you made me think of it. I Please. want to say it now. 
So something magical happened this morning for anybody who grew up in the mid-2000s. And when I mean grow up, I mean like you were like middle, middle school, maybe high school in this time. Okay. Uh, the Jonas Brothers are back. What? Yeah, they, they released a brand new song, and in the music video, it's the three of them singing and each of their wives. Huh. Wait, Jonas Brothers, is that the group that they made fun of in South Park yes. about the purity rings? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. yes. And so now, the only reason I know who that is <laughs> is because of South Park. Yes. I grew up a fan of jo- the Jonas Brothers as a kid. <laughs> but <laughs> but I mean, like, yes, each of them are each of them are married. And I think the only one who's in like is still engaged but going to be married is Joe Jonas. And he's marrying the actress who plays not only Sansa Stark, but also... Uh, Jean oh, Grey and Sophie Dark Oh, Sophie Turner, yeah. 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 She's oh, good, I like Sophie her. Turner, yes. I, I, I forgot her name for a moment. So. so she's the little girl that grew up to marry Jonah's brother. Yes, she oh, was. Good for her. <laughs> so good for her. I mean, technically they all were. Well, I mean, well. I think the Jonas Brothers is the little boy who grew up to marry Sophie Turner. Yes. Well, to be fair. She, 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 he was famous first. Yeah, but... Still. She's way more I, famous. I uh, well, true. That's, uh, no. Teach their own. Yeah. But anyway, though, but yeah, so that happened, and their new music video, Sucker, is pretty good, and I liked the song, so. Okay. I'm happy, and all people who are listening that are Jonas Brothers song, fan, though? go listen. <laughs> yes, it's a good yeah. song. Yeah, no, it's pretty good. Right on. Okay. It's still kind of like their style that they had years and years and years ago, but it's very adapted to now. So. It's kind of funny. There's a, I, I noticed something that just made me think of it, because pop stars and everything. Uh, there's a Final Fantasy game right out right now, Final Fantasy Brave Exvius on the, uh, the cell phone. Mm-hmm. It's like okay. iPhone, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I know in the past they've done like a partnership with like Ariana Grande and stuff like that. And yeah. Right now they have one up with Katy Perry and she actually has like an exclusive song that you can listen to on that while you're playing huh, it. That's cool. It's kind of wild, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a cool little thing too. Plus you get a little Katy Perry f- character to play with too, which is really weird because it's pop stars in okay. a Final Fantasy. I don't know. It just, it was, yeah, it was there was um, uh, the New Kingdom Hearts game because they normally have like a theme song that'll play like when they show like the really cool animation and everything. Yeah. Uh, and normally it's done by like some obscure group that nobody really ever knows. Uh, but this time someone teamed up with Skrillex and did, hmm. a, and did a song for the new game. Interesting. I haven't heard it yet, but that happened, and I'm like, okay. ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm still waiting for your Kingdom Hearts uh, review because I, <laughs> I well, haven't played hey, that yet. It's gonna be soon. I still need to get the game that's, you know, money in life has been happening, so I yeah, haven't had the chance enough. to go out and buy yeah, it yet. Yeah. Totally understandable. So, hey, speaking of video games, though, yeah, today. Today. Today, March 1st, 2019, mm-hmm. is the release of Toe Jam and Earl Back in the Groove. Nice. Yes. So for those of you who don't remember, or I maybe... Planet Funkatron. Yeah. For those of you who don't remember, or maybe weren't born in 1991. No, um, I wasn't. No, right. <laughs> um, uh, Toe Jam and Earl was a Sega Genesis game. Uh, you play as two aliens. There is Toe Jam, who is an alien with two eye stalks and three feet, hence Toe Jam, or his buddy Big Earl. And uh, you, they, there are a couple of aliens who were just jamming out to some funky tunes, which is to say early 90s hip hop. <laughs> uh, and they got hit by a meteor and crashed on Earth, and their ship exploded into 10 pieces, and you had to travel the Earth to find the 10 pieces. All right. And uh, you could be stopped by phantom ice cream trucks or moles that would uh, chase you from underground or the boogeyman or a crazy dentist with the best laugh ever. Uh, <laughs> uh, which is, okay. uh, I don't know if I can do it, but. <laughs> um, nice. Yeah, yeah. Or there was a, a bunch of chickens with a, a, can, a tomato cannon and shoot you. 
with tomatoes. Um, and you, you went around the different levels of the earth and you picked up presents to get power-ups and you could get like Icarus wings or rocket skates or uh, spring shoes or just have some tomatoes of your own to throw it at some of the earthlings. Uh, and it was a lot of fun. It's very weird. It's kind of an adventure game. Um, <laughs> it kind of came out in that weird time period where you got like Toe Jam and Earl uh -huh. and Zombies Ate My Neighbor. Right. <laughs> and a few other games like that. They were really fun games, but right. just but really like, weird. They were, they were very, well, and Booger Man. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, Booger Man was very weird and gross. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and Jim. Toe Jam and Earl is one of those games that like, it doesn't fit any other genre of game. No. Right? Like, it's not quite an adventure game. It's not quite a platformer. It's not quite an RPG. It's yeah. not quite... Like, it's just kind of its own thing. Um, I was watching a review earlier, and someone described it as, like, a, a kind of a roguelike adventure game. And I was like, I mean, I guess in that the worlds are randomly generated, but that's the only roguelike thing about it. Yeah. Um, Ooh, do we have an over-under table on uh, how many reviews are going to say it's to Dark Souls-esque? Uh, no, oh, okay. no, well, none, because the, <laughs> I, I, I watched a couple of reviews today and they're all like, yeah, you can beat this game in a couple of hours. Okay. It's like, okay. It's like right. yeah, uh, okay. you can, you can, but part of the fun of it is it's procedurally generated, yeah. right? So every oh, it time. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, so there is a, like the original Toe Jam Roll, there is a fixed set. So if you just yeah. want to play your first, your 25 levels and they're the same every time, you can do that. And then there's a randomizer. So every time you play the game, you will get a different set of levels. Okay. Oh, so wow. is this okay. a completely new game or is it a remake? It is, a, it is a brand new game okay. done in the style of the original, okay, um, cool. but with new kind of HD hand-drawn graphics yeah. with um, 3D uh, worlds. Nice. So, nice. yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird because, like, the ground's 3D, but, like, the buildings and all the things yeah. are sprites. So it's cool. Um, I picked it up this morning, but uh, there was some weird thing going on with the Switch network where it was like, eh, you can't play it yet. And I was like, well, I got to go to work. Okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll play it tonight. I'll give, I can give a review next yeah, week. Yeah, I'll tell us how it is next week. Um, to I'm it. very excited for that. It's a, it got kickstarted uh, like two or three yeah, years back. ago, yeah. and finally it's, it came out today. Nice. So. I need to double check my old email. I think I may have tried to <laughs> kickstart that. I don't remember. Oh, well, it's if so, yeah, go I check, have a code for a check it somewhere. And, uh, yeah, check nice. it out. <laughs> I, just, nice. I just thought about that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think I did that and Mighty Number no. 9, and then okay. regretted Mighty Number no. 9. Uh -huh. I think I might have forgot about Toby Gemini. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, nice. it's, it's on Switch, PS4, Xbox One, Steam, kind of yeah. everywhere that you're going to get games yeah. these days. So. Yeah. yeah, cool. Awesome. Yeah. Kind of neat. Uh, so this week has kind of been a big week for uh, the Disney parks because they've been releasing a lot of stuff in, uh, involving Galaxy's Edge. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's the new Star Wars segment, right? That's the new Star Wars land, yeah. Okay. Um, so they released uh, uh, the official. A quick question: Do you know is this taking place of Tomorrowland or is it like a whole other separate area? It's a whole new world. Okay, sorry, <laughs> I, I didn't mean to interrupt <laughs> you. I just I, I didn't know world. how they were doing that. So yeah, no, it's 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 a. If you go to Disneyland, it's just, oh, I should probably <laughs> stop singing that. We might get tagged on some. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, so it's uh, at Disneyland. It's over. Like you have to go past Splash Mountain to go to it. Okay. Uh, at least based off the map and where they're kind of placing it. Uh, okay. At Disney World, it's at Hollywood Studios in one of like the back lot areas. Okay. So, kind of, it's near Star Tours. So it's like Star Tours, Muppets, Star Wars. Okay. okay <laughs> there's, a little, there's a little Muppet sector. Have they released like what kind of rides and stuff they're going to have, or is it still yes. like hush hush? Uh, no, they've already released the names of at least the two main rides. One of them is called the Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. 
Okay. So you pretty much pilot the Millennium Falcon. It, do we know, is that going to be like Star Tours-esque or do we know? It looks like it's going to be Star Tours-esque and okay. you're sitting in, it looks like based off like concept photos, you're sitting in the cockpit yeah. and you're, you know, flying the Millennium Falcon and I'm like, oh, yes. That'd be cool. Uh, and it, Don't like, get cocky, kid. You're right. Um, <laughs> uh, and then the other I one. I like four Star Wars jokes. Yeah. yeah. The other one is Rise of the Resistance. Where you have, where you're in like some type of like the uh, the dinosaur Indiana Jones type ride buggy, and you're trying to get away from the resistance, and another tr- resistance trying to get away from the first order to get back to the resistance. Okay. So it's kind of like that. All right. Um, but they released this week the official outfits the cast members are wearing, from the imperial uniforms to the bartenders oh, okay. to the you know the people running the ride to the people who are cleaning up to the people who are doing left, right, center, all these different things, um, and they look. They look straight out of Star Wars. Cool. Um, another thing that was announced was all the food and drinks that are going to be served in Star Wars Land. Nice. There's a lot of alcoholic drinks that I would like to try now. <laughs> um, also, you can get blue milk. Well, you kind of figured that was going to have to happen. Yeah, but you can also get the green milk. Hey! <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, and there's like a lot of other like really tasty looking food. You could probably find like an article online like what the food's going to be. Um I just kind of wrote down the fact that, you know, hey, blue milk. Uh, <laughs> uh, another thing is, too, is that they also announced that there's nothing Disney in there. I mean, like, there's no hidden Mickeys. The name tags don't say anything Disney on there. They're specialty, like, different hmm. kind of name tags. Okay. They did something very similar with this with Pandora at Animal Kingdom, where it's very much like, yeah, no, this is a whole separate world mm-hmm. that's not connected with Disney. And it's huh. like, that's really immersive, and I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the last thing I'm going to say that they've announced is they they showed one of the audio animatronics that they have because uh, Disney's very well known for their audio animatronics and their rides. I didn't and, know they were still doing any of the animatronics. Oh, they still nice. do the animatronics. Uh, one of the animatronics that's going to be in the Smuggler's Run ride, I don't know where, he's going to be somewhere involved in it, uh, is Clone Wars' favorite pilot. Uh, hold on. He's from Star Wars The Clone Wars, mm-hmm. and he's everybody's favorite pirate, Hondo Anaka. Okay. Oh, this is the one you showed me earlier. Yes, that's the one yes. I was showing you earlier. Yes. yes. His animatronic looks amazing. Does it? It does. Yes. I'm not sure who the character that I is. Haven't I haven't watched up. the shows. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. But it's like, <laughs> it's one of those things where you look at it and you're like, I don't know who this character is, but that's a hell of a job. Like, the, whoever yeah. made the animatronics, like, did a really cool job making and, this character come to life. And here's the thing, though. It's like, even though the Weeguayan species has already existed in Star Wars, mm-hmm. they did a really good job from looking at two animated versions of this character from Clone Wars and from Rebels and going, this is what he would look like if he was in real life. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. So, um, but it's, yeah. It's one of those things that, that you couldn't really do practical effects for. Or, yeah, I mean, no. you could, but the dude would be in makeup for six hours for just yeah. his head. So. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's yeah. really, really good. Um, yeah. And it has like his, and they show like it moving, and it looks a lot like him when he moves in the series. Uh, but for those of you that don't know, which obviously Josh, you were one of those people, uh, Hondo was first introduced in season one of Clone Wars as a as a drunken pirate who had the ability to not only trick Count Dooku but also capture him, and then capture Obi Wan and Anakin. <laughs> I'm trying to remember because I watched some of the Clone Wars. I just don't. I don't think I remember that one. That would have been like the middle of season one. Yeah. Uh, but he does appear later on throughout the rest of the series, and everybody just 
everybody loves Hondo. Right on. Okay. And if and if he so was, it makes sense for them to use that character. Yes, because he came back in Rebels, and it's like he he's continuously starting to make appearances now. That's like you know yeah, might as well throw Hondo in here. Yeah, okay, so well, probably, that works, man. So if he if he was here and he heard this, he'd be like, mm, Ma, look at me, I'm not famous. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably the worst impression I've ever done of him <laughs> <laughs> because I am Hondo. That's better. There okay. you go. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm excited to see that. I'm like, right. I'm ready for a selfie. Yeah, it sounds like it'll be fun when they end up opening it up. Oh, yeah, no. So I'll keep you guys posted if anything else gets announced because I think for Disneyland. Do we know when it's going to open? The dates have not been confirmed yet. Yeah. Uh, but Disneyland, it is the summer Disney World, it's this fall. Okay. okay. So it is so, this year. Yes. We just don't have the specific dates. Yeah, we don't okay. know if it's like, you know, May, June, Probably July, August. Probably something closer to like D23 and all that kind of stuff, right? Uh, that's a little late, I think, for especially if it's the su- if uh, unless they're planning to re- open Disneyland's version in August. Yeah. Yeah. So, because I think is that normally when D twenty three is? Yeah. August? Usually. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So, but anyway, yeah. So Star Wars <laughs> Land. <Woo>. Right on. <laughs> Speaking of crazy sci fi things, uh, also today, also things getting released today. Okay. If you're playing the Transformers trading card game, you're probably aware of this, but Wave 2, Rise of the Combiners, comes out today. The Combiners, Yes, huh? nice. yes. So you can, uh, yeah, they got it They got it set up pretty cool where there's, um, you know, there's the Combiners, they're like Voltron, yeah. right? But they're Transformers. Um, it's not where I'm wearing, why I'm wearing my Constructicon's Devastator shirt today, but that kind of worked out coincidentally. Um, yeah, so you get all your Transformers, they all combine into one bigger robot, and they got the card set up where um, one side is robot mode, the other side is the vehicle mode, and then the card opens up oh, for okay. a third mode to be the combiner limb or torso or whatever. Yeah, yeah. so, um, you know, 46 new Transformers and 81 new So you have a cards. card that opens like a card? Yes. <laughs> nice. Yes. Yeah, you have a trading card that opens like a, like a greeting card. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't seen them in person yet because I had, you know, nothing was open by the time I came to work and I've yeah. been at work and now we're recording this and I'm... How going, could you, Andy? I, I, you know... You're supposed to magically have these. We should have done it. That's what we should have done at lunch. Yeah, we should have. We should have just spent all that time uh, not Downloading eating lunch. Downloading Code and not eating. I right. Mean, come on now. Yeah, yeah. I should have been a more responsible... And it's and less responsible adult. Meanwhile, so I'm over here. off Mountain Dew and Doritos. And we, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mountain Dew and Twizzlers. Oh, there we go. Twizzlers. Yeah. 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 Twizzlers. It depends on your fandom. Those are mine. Yeah. Well, it's pretty much universally different types of Mountain Dew and something. Right. It's yeah. true. I like, just, I, well, it's I just, very true. Personally, I, I'm not big on Doritos. So Twizzlers. Oh, there you go. And Twizzlers. I can drink the Mountain Dew with the Twizzlers like a straw. Oh, there, there you there go. Was a, uh, there you makes mouths happy. One of, the, one of the play I was in, there was a joke that we did at one point where uh, there was a box on the table and he lifted the box and there was Doritos, Mountain Dew, and Twizzlers. <laughs> and he's like, behold, snacks for us to, for our enjoyment, but lay off the Twizzlers. Those are mine. <laughs> and he has like this epic booming voice and then he goes, but lay off the Twizzlers. Those are mine. <laughs> yeah, I'm a weird guy that likes red vines better. It's, I, I have found that it's a, an East Coast, West Coast thing with the Twizzlers red vines. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's people who grew up on the East Coast tend to like the Twizzlers. People who grew up on the West Coast tend to like red vines. And people huh. in the Midwest uh, pick and choose. Yeah, yeah I like Twizzlers, yeah. and I'm from the Midwest, so there we go. <laughs> yeah, see? Yeah. Yeah, so. I, uh, red vines was just kind of, they were always around more. That's the thing is, I don't think red vines existed in the, on the East Coast. Oh, yeah. So. See, now here you just get them by the tub. Right. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere. I, no, I remember when I moved out here in the, in the 90s, I saw that, and I was like, what what the hell is this giant tub of licorice? <laughs> and why have I never seen this before? Because <laughs> Twizzlers just come in the, the plastic, yeah, the little plastic like bags. bags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah I because yeah, the one time I'd ever really get them was when we were like kids at school and stuff, and it'd be like somebody has to bring something for the party right. kind of thing. Inevitably, there'd always be two kids that would bring two big things of red vines because <laughs> right. it costs like five bucks, and we're like, here, everybody can eat yep, these things. Yep, yep. There was like 
a lot of those in those containers because I remember kids yeah. did that when I was in school too. Yeah, no. And I remember were, like kids like, oh, you know, instead of like the Twizzler pack, maybe everybody gets like one. It's like no, everybody like twelve. Yeah, or you'd have a teacher that like that would be their giveaway thing on like yeah. Fridays or whatever. Yeah, like, oh, no, you I had to come up and get a red vine. I, you had, know. I had a teacher that did that. Yeah. I My bus know, driver when I was doing. in kindergarten used to do that every Friday. He'd have a bucket of red vines, and you got to take one when you got on the bus that day. Nice, <laughs> nice. Hey, speaking of school memories, yeah. oh. oh, this is a terrible segue. Oh, uh, There's no such thing as a terrible segue. It, oh, there's just well, no-timed. Okay. I mean, but there was the one time where I was on a segue, and I almost went into San Francisco traffic. I mean, that was <laughs> terrible driving. Oh, yes. fair enough. Yeah. On a segue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't like segues now. Uh, <laughs> so speaking of bad driving, um, <laughs> 90210 is coming back. Oh. Beverly Hills 90210. She just said, speaking of train wrecks. I, <laughs> well, maybe. 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 Um, this one This one has an interesting twist. Uh, so it's, it is most of the original cast has been confirmed. Okay. Um, and, and they are playing themselves. They are not okay. playing their characters from the show. So, like, Ian Ziering is playing Ian Ziering. Tori Spelling's playing Tori Spelling. Uh, Jenny Gar is playing Jenny Gar. Jason Priest is playing Jer- Jason Priestley. Uh, and and uh, Brian Austin Green is playing Brian Austin Green, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and the premise of this is it's only going to be six episodes. So they're in and out in a okay. month and a half. So it's uh, not a long-time series. They're no. just doing a little kind of fun reunion right. kind of thing. Right, okay. kind of a nice reunion thing. But it's, it's they're all playing themselves trying to pitch a reboot of 90210. <laughs> Wasn't there actually a reboot there of was. 90210? There okay. was. There okay. was. Yeah. And, and uh, like Jenny, CW Jenny, or something like yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Jenny Garth's character was the only one to come back. I think Hayden uh, Christensen was in that version. He may or no, wait, like, Probably. Or was that Matt Launter? I don't know. Like, there, he, One of the guys who played Anakin, I think, was in a reboot. Was it in the more recent version of okay. 90210? Yeah. I do think... Uh, oh, what's his name that played uh, Starkiller? Uh... Oh, I Sam Whitworth? Yeah, I think he might have been in it, though. Was he? Maybe? I think so. I don't know. For yeah. some reason, when I think 90210, his, head, his face keeps popping in my head. That's weird. So I'm thinking he might have been on the, like, the reboot boot stuff, because yeah. I remember it was always on like late at night on WB. I'd get mm-hmm. home from working when I worked at the bars. It'd be like 3 o'clock in the morning, turn on the TV, and just like, what the heck is this thing? Just, <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I, think, I think 90210, and then for some reason, I, my mind immediately goes to Degrassi, and I watched none of these shows, so I'm like, why? I mean, that's kind of the Canadian version of 90210, so that's See, yeah, I watched Degrassi. I didn't watch the original okay. 90210. So I didn't watch 90210 when it was on. Well, I mean, it was on after The Simpsons on Thursday night. Way back in the day, yeah. Uh, so I would I would watch The Simpsons and then leave the TV on and fall asleep to the first five minutes of 90210, which means I love that theme song because it gives gives me back these weird memories of falling asleep on Thursday nights in like third grade. Uh, but I didn't actually watch the okay. show until a couple of years ago when I had some dental work done and I just needed to lay in bed for a long time and and I was going through stuff on Hulu and I was like. <laughs> You know what? I never watched 90210. Let me give this a shot. And uh, I got through about two and a half seasons. And Fell into a hulu hole. I, I sure did. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it was it was when uh, Dylan's dad, Dylan and his dad were on the, the boathouse. Which actor played Dylan? Uh, Luke Perry. Okay. And there's more information about him after this, actually. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, Luke Perry and his dad reconciled on their houseboat, and they were, gonna, they were getting everything back together. They were going to be a family again. And then the dad goes uh, to his car to go to work, and the car explodes. And I was like, okay, at the point where there's a car bomb in a teen drama about, like, weird relationship stuff, I'm out. I'm done. Yeah, that suddenly suddenly went from, like, teen drama, you can watch this on Teen Nick, to suddenly... This week on CSI. Right, right. And it was yeah, if it was like a teen CSI show, that might make a little sense. Right, like, you know, right. we're like doing CSI. Yeah, it, 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 
And I, yeah, listen, I, I know that there are millions of people that loved that watched and loved 90210 when it was on, and I'm not disparaging any of them. But there is, there is, everyone hey, has their own everybody taste. Everybody likes a show that other people don't. Right. That's I'm true. a Farscape fanatic. Sure. But a lot of people hated that yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah, and that's fine. Um, uh, you know, and I, I, I gave the show a shot. I gave it two and a half seasons or whatever. Hey, there you go, man. And, uh, you know, we, we hit a point where it was like, okay, cool. You've escalated escalated all your drama stuff to the point where you can't you do anything else. <laughs> yeah, you can't do anything more in the high school. So now there's a conspiracy to kill one of the kid's fathers. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm out. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, but yeah, speaking of Luke Perry, um, the same day that the 90210 reboot was announced, uh, it was announced that Luke Perry, or it was revealed that Luke Perry had a stroke. Um, yeah, so he is terrible. currently uh, in mm. bad condition. Yeah. Um, so we wish him the best. Feel uh, better, Luke Perry. Yeah. Um, more recent audiences will know him as Archie's dad on Riverdale. Um, that was also a weird thing because when I was watching 90210 it was when Riverdale started so I was watching Luke Perry at like 21 and then at like 45 (laughs) yeah (laughs) it was like oh oh that's this is kind of strange fair enough but uh, yeah no I wish him a speedy recover yeah Yeah, yeah Um, and speaking of people getting better, uh, this Monday night on Raw, Roman Reigns came back. Uh, if you remember oh, yeah. a few episodes, or several episodes back a couple months ago, or five months ago, uh, it was announced Roman Reigns uh, was a leukemia survivor, and it came back. Um, and he announced this week that if the leukemia is in remission, so oh. he is he is back. Um, nice. You know, he's be- this is the second time he's beaten cancer. Yeah. And uh, he's not even thirty-five. So wow. You know, good good for him. Yeah. Um, I, I'm glad to hear that he's back. I hope that the wrestling fandom um, <laughs> accepts him a little bit better this time around, and I, I hope yeah. uh, I, I hope things that work out for the best, basically. Yeah, yeah, you know? hopefully, man. Um, you know, there's got to be people that are going to hear this and be like, "Oh, Roman Reigns is back," but it's like, yeah, the dude, is he uh, is he one of the heels? What is his? So the thing about Roman Reigns is he he is ostensibly he is supposed to be the top good guy. Okay. According to the way he is written, he should be the top good guy. The problem is, is that wrestling fans in general have become more aware of how wrestling works. Yeah. And um, they see that he is being written to be the top good guy and, and, you know, kind of written the same way Hulk Hogan was written in the 80s, kind of the same way that, like, Shawn Michaels written in the 90s, kind of the same way John Cena was written in the 2000s. Like, oh, he's supposed to be the good guy. It's almost like there's a formula. Right. (laughs) Right. And they're sick of the formula. And so even though he's ostensibly the hero, he often gets the loudest boos because and it's not everyone that I talk to So everybody to, loves to hate him kind of every, thing. well it's it's and no one has anything bad to say about him they just don't like the way he's written Gotcha. Oh, right. Okay. So, which okay. it's it's this weird paradigm because even like when people were booing John Cena like ten years ago, they were like, "Yeah, I'm just sick of looking at him." Right. Yeah. And like, ah, and he can't wrestle and blah blah blah. And it's like, no, Cena Cena can work. Cena's yeah. a good worker. He he can do his. Thing. I like John Cena. Uh, yeah, me too. Um, and like Roman Reigns is a pretty good wrestler. The problem is, is like they are just writing him to beat everyone all the time, and it's yeah. like there's no drama when you know he's going to win every time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, and some people just aren't a big fan of that, and so they'll boo him, but. You go to like you go to Reddit and you go to Squared Circle on Reddit or whatever. Like everyone across the board is just like, no, Ro- I don't have a problem with Joe and I, the guy that plays him. Yeah, I have a problem with Roman Reigns. I don't like this character, right? Which okay. is like, which is good. So they just need to retool this character, a bit. right? That right. makes sense. So yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that they can make everyone can make this work. You know, some, okay. hopefully some time they, away. You we'll, know, you those know. the guys in the wrestling, uh, I don't even know how to put it, industry. 
they're mm-hmm. they're good at figuring that kind of stuff out eventually. I mean, they, yeah. they, it, depending on who they got there. So because like Bischoff's still working for the WWE and stuff, isn't he? Uh, no, Bischoff's on his Is own. He gone now? Yeah, he'll he'll show up for you know one off events or whatever. Yeah. But like he he doesn't work there anymore. Oh, he's not doing any no, uh, he just, writing anything like no, that anymore. No, uh, he started a, a brewery. So he just makes beer and goes nice. fishing a lot. So <laughs> I'm gonna have to look up what kind of beer <laughs> he makes. I, this yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a I think it's a local Arizona brewery too. Really? I think so. Looks like we're tapped. There's, su- there's a surprising <laughs> amount of wrestlers that live in Arizona. There are a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know Daniel Bryan lives here. I know Dolph Ziggler lives here. I think John Cena lives out yeah, here. Yeah, he does. Yeah, um, there, there's a lot yeah, of them that live yeah. out here. And uh, a lot of the the old school wrestlers too. Like yeah. a lot of them retired out here yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, too, Honky Tonk so. Man lives out here. Yeah. I think he's out in Glendale and. He he just got announced that he's going to the Hall of Fame this year. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. The honky tonk man. Yep. 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 I hope we should tell Ryan. It's, yeah. he, he always said the honky tonk man was his favorite wrestler. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Tell him that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So, but that's enough wrestling talk. Oh no, no, I have more wrestling talk. Oh, actually. You? <laughs> but wait, there's <laughs> more. <laughs> wait. Yeah. Um, well, so so this past Sunday I kind of didn't have a lot going on, and I was like, hey, I should go see Alita Battle Angel. Because I want to oh, see yeah, that yeah, movie, yeah. right? Oh. And uh, I want to see that. It looks really good. I was, just haven't had a chance to. It was great. Yeah. Uh, but my story was I got to the the movies and it was like, oh, it doesn't start for two. I, I must have just missed the show or whatever, or was looking at the times for the wrong theater. I got to the theater two hours early, yeah. or two hours late, depending on how you look at it. Uh, and I was like, well, what am I going to do for two hours, right? Like, I yeah. can only walk around a mall for so long before I'm just like, uh. um, <laughs> So I was like, all right, well, uh, let me go see Fighting With My Family, which is this, the movie that is based on the documentary about WWE superstar Paige. Okay. Uh, and her rise from being a 17-year-old, like, indie wrestler in the UK to becoming uh, WWE Divas champion on her debut night in the company. Oh, wow. Uh, Spoiler for a thing that happened six years ago in real life. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, But, yeah, so I saw Fighting With My Family, and uh, it was pretty good. Yeah. You know, um, I I don't know that you need to rush out to theaters to go see it. Uh, I think you can wait till it hits Netflix or Hulu or WWE Network. Um, and and watch it then, or or if you can like red box it for a buck or something. Like it's yeah. worth it's worth watching. Yeah. But if you don't want to spend fifteen bucks to go to the movies, I'm not going to blame you for that. Yeah. Uh, and then as soon as that was over, I looked at my watch and I re- or you know the clock on my phone. Um, Same thing. Right. And I realized, oh, Alita Battle Angel starts right now. So I walked out, bought another ticket, and walked right back in <laughs> and went and saw that. Um, and it was interesting because I realized that both movies were kind of the same plot. Oh, what? Yeah, it's about a young girl who doesn't know her place in the world. Okay. uh, Who has a mentor who kind of teaches her how things are supposed to be going, and she doesn't quite do exactly what the mentor says, and she ends up being the absolute best at everything that she does. And it was like, huh, those are, I mean, I know that's a very general plot, like, but it was kind of weird to see, like. One's real life, one is a comic. Yeah, here's the documentary version, and here's the crazy sci-fi cyberpunk version of the same story. Nice. I was like, huh, well, okay. So if you like that story, if you like either of those movies, you should see the other one, because they're uh, both pretty good. All right. Um, Yeah, I want to see the Elite of Battle Angel. I just haven't had a chance to. I saw seen a bunch of interviews with the actress, and and her name is escaping me right now that uh, yeah. plays Alita. Yeah. Uh, I just, I had never seen her before and right. so and I'm interested to see how she does have to see her in that movie because yeah. the CGI on her face oh, is yeah. so weird. It's so, it changes how she looks drastically. Yeah. Drastically. Yeah. Uh, but Alita, uh, even though you haven't seen her, is doing pretty well. Um, yeah. It, yeah. 
it had a $170 million budget, more or less. And uh, it's it's already brought in $286 million worldwide as of yeah. Wow. yesterday. Yeah, so, it, it's, from what I understand, it's been doing so fairly it's, well it's overseas doing, and stuff. Yeah, so. yeah, especially in Japan and China. Which yeah. it, the fact that it's doing well in Japan is great because it, you know, it's a manga. It's yeah. originally Japanese. So, um, yeah, yeah. So I'm really excited that that's, cool. that that's doing well. Nice. Yeah, that's yeah. good, man. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, speaking of movies. Uh, Please. Last Sunday, the 24th Sure. Uh, that sounds February? close enough. Yeah. Close enough, that one. Uh, I, don't have my sh- I have my shoes on right now, so I can't count back that far. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Cut your knuckles. Uh, oh, I never thought about that. Yeah. I think I get confused with the fingers, though. That's fair. It's all one. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, though, um, the Oscars were last Sunday. Yeah, yeah. And I know a lot of people were like, yeah, yay, the Oscars, yay. Uh, but I was willing to watch it because not only were there some movies that I were interested in watching, but I actually knew what most of the films were this year. Oh, and I actually want to see most of the films, including the one that won Best Picture, uh, which was The Green Book. Yeah. The, the movie about, uh, I don't know the exact names of the characters they're playing, but it's like, pretty much this African-American uh, musician or singer or, what, or pretty much a music artist is doing a tour through the Deep South during the segregation and civil rights period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he has... Uh, and he has this white guy that you know, kind of is his, like his guard, is like his bodyguard type thing, and they drive down together, and yeah, and it's you know, and based off the trailers that I've seen, it's intrigued me to go see it. So. I've been wanting to go see it. I just haven't had the time. Yeah, the uh, sole reason I didn't watch the Oscars is because I felt like they shafted Aquaman by not even giving it like a chance to go in for like the costume design or anything like that category. Uh, like I get it, not not the best picture at all. Shouldn't yeah. be nominated for that. But like that movie had amazing. The Academy design. is very picky. It it, yeah, <laughs> it was. I felt they got shafted on that. One. Yeah, no, the Academy is very picky. Like d- to be fair. Uh, first, I don't expect any comic book movie to do anything other than like special effects and costume designs. <laughs> like well, those should be just those movies. Well, so speaking of that, Black Panther, who was nominated for several dozen uh, Oscars, including Best Picture, which is the first comic book movie ever in the history of ever to be nominated for it. Uh, sadly, they didn't walk home with as many as they were hoping, but they did walk home with costume design, production design, and Best Original Soundtrack. So. That's true. Um, a score, not, not soundtrack, score. Fun fact, uh, I forget the gentleman's name, but uh, the guy who did the score for that movie, um, when he was going to USC film, actually scored a movie that one of my cousins made. Oh, wow. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Nice. So, uh, so That movie wasn't bad, but I don't think any of those things were better than they were in the end game. Uh, or not Endgame, sorry, 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 Infinity War. Oh. Like, uh, I feel like the costumes, everything was better in Infinity War than they were in Black Panther. So the thing is, well, well, yeah. the score, yeah, everything. Yes, like, but uh, I will say that Infinity War already had most of the costumes pre-designed. Like, most of those were recycled costumes from other movies. That had updates to them? Right, whereas Black Panther yeah. was the first time we saw all, more or less, well, all of those costumes, because except for the one that T'Challa threw away at the start of the movie. And yeah. the other thing is, too, so. is that there's also the fact that they created very modernized versions of, you know, African clothing, and mm-hmm. that they also were very realistic and accurate to a lot of, lo- like, tribes in Africa. But there's also the fact that they, you know, they took vibranium and they made outfits out of it. Right. Uh, yeah. And, you know. No, I, just, so, I, just, yeah. I just didn't see anything yeah. that was more impressive to me than the Avengers stuff. I so mean, Infinity War was nominated for visual effects. Yeah. Yeah. The, the reason to not nominate Infinity War 
uh, for anything is because it's part 19. It's not, eh. right? Black, like Black yeah. Panther, you can go in without knowing anything else about the Marvel Universe. It's true. And you're just a little confused about why this guy from something called S.H.I.E.L.D. is there. Yeah. Right? It's true. Um, Infinity War, if you haven't seen at least a couple of those movies, you are not going to understand what's going on at all. Yeah, but we're, it's, you know? they're not... Nominations for story, though. No, right. Look at costume right. design, special effects, and things okay, like that. Sure. Yeah, it's true. The so, other, like, if we're talking about like for script or for story, like, okay, yeah. The uh, other, like, the other reason though <laughs> is the same reason that uh, Fellowship of the Ring and the Two Towers didn't get nominated for everything because they pretty much when Fellowship came out, they're like, cool, we're gonna give all of it to Return of the King, and that's gonna walk away with all of the awards rather than, hey, here's three years of The Hobbits winning everything. Yeah. Right. So it's entirely possible, and I'm not saying this is gonna happen, but it's entirely possible that all of those you know, effects awards and score and everything are just, they've already decided they're gonna give them to Endgame this year. Right, yeah. which, which is a whole other problem, right? Yeah. In and of itself, right? So, right. Now so. I don't know. I haven't seen Endgame. I'm not yeah. part of the Academy, but they absolutely well, that, make decisions like that. They also had that controversy this year with a lot of the stuff with people leaking, like how not movies get nominated and things. So there's, right. there's yeah. a lot right. of controversy yeah. for the Academy right. this year. So it'll be interesting to see how they do things going forward at yeah. all. The, yeah. I mean, they're, they're a little more flexible. I mean, this is the at least from all of the Oscars that I have watched, which has which is not many, mm-hmm. this is the first one I've seen where a majority, if not like literally the whole Oscar winner list, were people who are first timers, mm-hmm. like first time okay. nominees, first time winners, and it was like, holy crap! All right, yeah. you know, there's that's pe- pretty cool. You know, like there's people like Bradley Cooper and you know. Uh, all these other really big name Oscar winning mm-hmm. actors that have you know like a, a laundry list of nominations, but then there's this Joe Schmo over here that did this really cool documentary and he got first place and it's like oh my gosh like, and like he, he ended up winning it and it's really it's really impressive actually yeah. like I'm not I'm not like you know downplaying that oh you know because this actor hasn't gotten his Oscar he should get it. it's like no, 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 no I'm like in full support that all of these people came out their first try and like knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and speaking of a lot of other things that were uh, that were not kind of interesting, that were kind of first timing, uh, Into the Spider Verse won Best Animated Picture. It sure did. Yeah, yeah. It be it's the first uh, non Disney movie to win an Oscar since two thousand and twelve. Huh. And that That's... movie was Rango. Okay. With the lizard. Yeah. So. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Best animated feature. Hey, remember in our first episode when we were talking about how they were going to do uh, like the most popular film or whatever? Oh, yeah, they kicked and that they out. they decided not to do that because basically it was like, hey, we made this so that we give Black Panther the Oscar without actually having to give Black <laughs> Panther an Oscar yeah. for Best Picture. So here's the thing. <laughs> Tina Fey, uh-huh. Amy Poehler, uh-huh. and uh, Maya Rudolph, the, th- the three yeah. very well-known kind of like Saturday Night Live type, you know, actresses. Um, Who those three do you need to, like? They need to find them a series or characters to make movies. So we have the three of them together in a few movies. Yes, because mm-hmm. they're fantastic. I love those three. So they walk down. They're like, you know, they, they crack so many jokes. One of them was like, "We're going to stand here long enough to think that to, uh, tomorrow's USA Today will think that we were the ones who hosted the show because <laughs> no, there was no host for the show either. Right? Yeah, it right. just flowed. Yeah. Which it felt kind of strange, but eh. yeah. Um, but they they did make a joke that sorry, there's you know we're not giving away awards during the commercials. All awards are going to be broadcasted. 
and we're not going to yeah. have a best because they category. were going to just not even do anything with a lot of the technical awards. Yeah, and then people flew, made a big stink because it's like, well, well, those are all the awards for the people that actually made the movie. do something other than stand in front of the camera. Yeah, it's true. So, <laughs> but yeah, so, no, so then they also mentioned that there's no, you know, no best picture, not best picture, uh, most popular film yeah. right. award. Right. Uh, so it was very funny. Like they were very, you know, being very meta at the yeah. <laughs> at the Oscars. Yeah. Um, and I guess my last thing about the Oscars involves Queen. Okay. Okay. So usually when the Oscars starts, like the very like you know you you turn it on and it op- it has like it's like opening number with whoever's hosting usually, uh, whether or not they can sing or not they'll find some way to do an opening number. Yep. Uh, the opening number this year was done by Adam Lambert and Queen. Hmm. That's cool. They sang we uh, we will rock you and we are the champions and it was like you turn it on and it's like. Wait, is this a Queen concert or the Oscars? <laughs> right on. All right, that's, that's pretty cool. cool. That's uh, cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and then Bohemian Rhapsody walked away with four awards yeah. during the Oscars. I heard that was uh, did, the one thing I did, will say. Uh, I kept seeing this thing pop up online because uh, I guess it won uh, won for best editing. Uh, it won for yeah, best film editing, best sound mixing, best sound editing, yeah. and best actor. Uh, there's one scene in that movie where <laughs> it's super choppy with the editing because they just like they. Back and forth, back and forth, back and okay. forth. It's like somebody that's having a conversation. Uh-huh. And so it's kind of a you got best editing. And it was a well done movie, except for that one little scene. <laughs> when they're sitting down for dinner, it's like, I think they let the interns do that one. <laughs> Either way, though, but well, yes, they ended and up. Maybe it won best editing because of that scene, because, like, oh, no one's ever edited a movie like this before. Well, this stands out. No, I'm pretty sure I've seen okay. plenty of Mystery Science Theater movies that <laughs> had some of that editing in it. Nice. That's, no, that that's movie fair. was great, though. That movie was great. The, the entire movie yeah. was fantastic. It was just that one little scene where they're sitting down. To, I can't remember if it's like breakfast or dinner or whatever it is. Okay. Like they're yeah. having having a meal, and it's just it's just like with yeah. camera switches. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just funny. Yeah. yeah. No, but uh, but yes, yeah, so, you know they they won best film editing. They won sound editing and sound mixing because yeah. you know. Oh, the sound on that movie was fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah. especially the fact that you know they blended Freddie, Rami, and like a Freddie impersonator's voice to make it sound like Freddie yeah. Mercury when he sang. Was really good, uh, okay. and then of course Rami Malek won for best actor. Yeah, and that was that. I'm, yay! <laughs> like, <laughs> woo! Uh, I'm really happy that he he took that award home because that's that's usually one of the biggest awards of the night is the best actor award. Oh yeah, yeah. It's the best actor, best actress, best director, and best picture. Yep, are usually the big four that you know. <laughs> yeah, it's usually the why they save those till the end and everything yeah. like that. Yeah, so he walked away with one of the biggest awards of the night, and out of everybody else in that category, he was a first time nominee. Oh, oh okay. Cool. He beat out Christian Bale, who played Dick Cheney. <laughs> yeah, that movie was me. Uh, I mean, it's still the, the, it's still impressive. He definitely that I deserved at, that over Christian Bale. Definitely. Oh yeah, no, definitely. But the thing is, I looked at it and I'm like, okay, so Christian Bale's playing Dick Cheney, and then Rami Malek. Not saying Christian Bale's a bad actor. I'm just saying no, the he's two, a fantastic the two actor. Roles compared. Yeah, he, yeah, he did no. way better. I felt. But the thing is, it's like I also didn't even realize that was Christian Bale, which that's re- they won for makeup. Yeah. I'll give him that because I did not know that was him. I was like, no. Really? <laughs> so. All right. Um, but yeah, no, so the, Oscar, so yeah, the Oscars happened. If you guys watched them, you watched them. If you didn't, you didn't. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't. So there you go. But yeah, no, I still was, think the Oscars should be replaced with the Eisners, but. The Razzies, man. <laughs> because we just I need like. to put the Razzies on every Yeah. Yeah. If, if that we, people would watch. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. In fact, if the Razzies were broadcast every year, I might watch the Oscars as well. Oh. Like, that might be the thing. To, like. Hey, let's see what all the worst things were. Also, here were the best things. Like, all right, cool. Now I actually want to compare them. So I feel like they need to do like the Razzies the week after the Oscars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just do the Razzies televised as well. Because I think way more people would watch the Razzies. I because I, I think there's more people interested in 
seeing that versus seeing yeah. Hollywood pat itself on the back. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much, yeah. yeah. The Razzies would be a ratings boondoggle for somebody. Yeah. You know what would be great is if one network was airing the, the Oscars and another was brought airing the Razzies at, at the, the same, same time. time. Yeah. That would be yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be good. Yeah. So. Or suicide, one of the two. But try it once, you know. Suicide for the network. Oh, oh. I was like, <laughs> like no, you don't like, want to try that ever. No, no, <laughs> ever. No, that's no, bad. No, no, no. Rating suicide. I'm sorry. No, okay. no, no, no. Don't try, don't yeah. try suicide once. Phrasing. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. My bad. A lot of people are at home like, what? <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, who, who airs the Oscars? Uh, ABC. Okay. So if ABC is running the Oscars, NBC or CBS should pick up the Razzies, right? Just try it one year. Uh, one year. So I think CB- CBS takes the Grammys, NBC takes the Tonys. Comedy and Central think, should probably have the Razzies. Yeah, yeah. And I think the and yeah. I think Fox takes the Emmys. Oh, don't and cool. and EGOT. Yeah. yeah so, so the CW EGOT. should get the Razzies <laughs> because really of the five. Well, Comedy uh, Central actually would probably make sense because they actually yeah. own like some venues and stuff yeah. and things like yeah, that. That's true. And, or Netflix. Oh, Ooh. just tape it and put it up the same night as the Oscars or YouTube. Yeah. 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 Uh, Either or, yeah, yeah. YouTube. I listen; they're not perfect, but no. I'm just saying that's hot. Oh, that was such a terrible video. I don't even know what that is. It was their YouTube year and rewind. This last one they had last year. Oh, with the YouTube rewind. <laughs> Introducing it. Yeah, it was I, bad. I, 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 never, I, I, I enjoyed it. I don't. I wasn't. I wasn't expecting a lot out of it either. I was like, "Oh, this is cool." Hey, look, YouTubers, I like. And then it was over, and yeah. I'm like, "Cool." Yeah. So yeah. I don't have any expectations for YouTube rewind, rewind, other than like saying, "Like, okay, which of the YouTubers do I know?" Game. <laughs> hmm. Fair okay. enough. Fair enough. Okay. How are we doing on time there? <clears throat> oh, we got a little bit of time. Um, okay. One real quick thing I want to mention before I get out of here. Uh, yeah. I know you two don't like scary things. No. Neither of you. I know. No. I know. What? What? But no, for very different reasons. For but, those yes. of you out there that do. Pick up Resident Evil 2 Remake for okay. whatever system you're on, PC, Xbox, That game is violent. Whatever. It is. I had to block a friend on Facebook because he kept posting very violent images from that game. Well, I mean, it's a horror game. I know, but I was like, <laughs> I can't, like, these are not safe for work images, and I had to block him because sure. I didn't want someone walking by my cube, and, you know, I have that giant-ass monitor, right? Like, anyone in the office is going to see that you, if I have it up. You realize that I have the sexy lifestyle stuff popping up on my on Hootsuite when I deal with it for... Yeah. To be Social fair, media to be here. Fair, we, I, there's, there's a lot of safe for content at a I, place that has I, I, a dozen different stations and I understand. All the time true. I it. understand. But, you know, I still. Hey, which way? It's Resident Evil. You should right. go pick it up, play it, buy it, whatever you got to do. It's fantastic. Um, an update on Anthem uh, just because it's out. Oh, yeah. And some people can play it. Um, I have <laughs> it. I can't play it now. Oh. They put out an update, and now I and, can never how- connect to the EA servers. So I would like to tell people what? how it is. Wow. But I actually can't wow. play it now. Yeah. When Somebody I bought the game after playing up. the demo, uh-huh. I played the 10-hour demo and went, okay, I'll buy the game. Yeah, yeah. Got to play it for just a little bit, uh-huh. and now I cannot log into the game at all. That's a, the best update you could ever put out, EA. Yeah. So <laughs> if you're playing Anthem, hopefully you're having fun. Uh, I can't play it anymore, so I don't know. Oh. Yeah. And on another side note, real quick, before I got to get out of here, yeah. uh, Destiny is putting out their new season coming up soon. Uh, if you are a fan of Destiny, but not a fan of their mode Gambit, um, maybe go pick up Anthem, because it's going to be about as fun if it doesn't work as Destiny will for this next update. They have a game mode called Gambit, where it's a okay. PvE-PvE mode that's kind of divided a lot of the community on it. What does PvE stand for? Player versus enemy, and okay. player versus player. 
Okay. Oh, I know, right. I know PvP. Yeah, so player versus yeah. enemy. So it's player so this versus one computer. Is, it's player versus enemy versus player. It's PvEVP. Oh. So okay. there's actually parts where the, like, the other team can come in and kill you, and you can go and okay. kill them, try to mess up what's going on. It's kind of a competition. Okay. Um, well, they've based their entire next season, which is several months of DLC and content, around that game mode and focused all of everything that's coming out around that game mode to where you have to play that game mode to do anything in it. Oh. And... Well, that's a choice they made. A lot of people don't play that. When yeah. you look at their like stats online, the majority of the community is not playing Gambit. So this is, so hey, we made this mode. Play it. Yeah. yeah. It's like, Pretty hey, much, we hear yeah. you don't like Gambit, so we're going to put some Gambit in your Gambit so you can play some Gambit and earn rewards for Gambit. <laughs> There was a lot of Life gambit in that one. Better than is. <laughs> yep. There was a lot of just gambit in that sentence. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So yeah. it's it's a little bit interesting. We'll see how that ends up working out for them. Uh, Destiny has always had a problem with bringing people back, and people were kind of <laughs> hoping that hey, you're away from Activision now, maybe we can finally see some good Bungie. Yeah. And uh, their thing was hey, we're gonna put out what our core audience wants. And your core audience is not playing gambit. Well, the streamers are. The core audience is not. <laughs> how, how do you define core audience is the question. Well, see, and that's the problem is they're right. defining their core audience by basically Twitch. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the yeah. people on Reddit and the forums and everything else are going, well, we don't stream. Uh-huh. We play with our friends. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? So, yeah. so there's yeah. that. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. We'll see how those kind of things go on. But uh, Unless by yeah. core audience, they mean the people watching Twitch. I'm guessing you that know, must be what it is. The people that are I not mean, playing their game is, just is, watching. Right, right. Maybe, so, maybe. That, that is an might, audience. That right? might be, but it's yeah. it, it doesn't generate traffic to their game or sales for their game. No. If it's you're watching not. somebody else playing it, you're not playing it. Right. It's true. Right. So it, that is not a good, if that's what they're looking at, that is not a good way to focus. Yeah. No, it is not. No. Like, yeah, Probably it's not. advertising, but it... Every time somebody's sitting there watching somebody else play that game, they aren't playing that game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, it's, so what it's you're a saying is there? So, so the definition of a gambit, it's a move in chess where you sacrifice a piece to get an advantage. Yeah. So, so you're saying that they're uh, taking a gambit with gambit mode. Yes, yes. they are. <laughs> okay. They are. Okay. And uh, it was originally billed as a. Uh, uh, it was called Joker's Wild originally because we got two as the Black Armory and then Joker's Wild, okay. and we didn't know what the third one was going to be. And they've changed the name of it to Season of the Drifter and changed everything to just being like gambit. Focused mm, mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. it's really divided in the community. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that ends up going. But oh, uh, dear. we've uh, we've got uh, just a little bit of time left. Okay. So uh, you guys, uh, I actually have to get out of here because there's live stuff going on all oh, over the place, and okay. I've got to get over yeah, there. Yeah, go so. engineer some live stuff. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. But everybody have a wonderful weekend. We'll talk to you next time. And you guys, I'm out. All right, all right bye, bye Josh. Josh. Don't mess with the Cajun. It's more Gambit jokes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm still sitting here like, Ugh. yeah. Gambit was in the X Men. He's yeah. I know. I know he's an X Men. Okay. okay. That I actually did know. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, hey, did you hear about this thing that happened with Bones and Hulu? Bones? Uh, yeah. You mean the TV show from Fox? Yes. Yes. The Fox show starring David Boreanaz and Emily Deschanel, based on the novels written by Kathy Reichs. No, I did. I think yes, you did tell me a little bit about this, but I think for our audience, I think you should tell them as well. Okay. Also, I have a friend that was in the show as an extra for a few seasons. Oh, so shout out to you, Brenna. Hey, hi, Brenna. Um, She's cool. So apparently, apparently. Um, this is a very big confusing article that I read but uh, apparently what happened was is the people uh, so so Hulu is co-owned by Fox and Disney and Warner and a lot uh, of big names yeah it's it's basically all the major networks co-own a piece of Hulu okay 
which is how it has so many shows from all the different networks and stuff, right? And so yeah. everyone's just like, hey, yeah, we're all going to get together. We're all going to make a thing where we all, we all, you know, people can just watch everything. We all get a little bit of the monthly subscription, blah, blah, yep. blah. We're not competing with Netflix or we're not, you know, losing whatever. Yeah. Um, so apparently what had happened was is, is one of the guys was both a uh, in charge at Fox and in charge at Hulu. Oh. And... Um, wrote up a contract for the distribution of Bones to Hulu, where Fox basically gave Hulu the show Bones for free. Oh, no. And so he signed off on that as a representative of Fox. And the same guy, as a representative of Hulu, signed off on it and said, yes, we will take Bones basically for free. Um, Bones is one of the higher streamed shows on Hulu. Makes and sense. And, uh, you know, is, is the longest-running drama to be on Fox ever since the company started in the late 80s. Uh, I mean, there's been a lot of shows that have been canceled. That, it's, it's a pretty long list. Right, right. Bones lasted for 12 seasons. Most shows don't last for 12 seasons anymore. Never mind, you know, procedural dramas. Um, Grey's Anatomy. Uh, most. <laughs> I said most. <laughs> I, no, no, you did say most, but yeah. that was the first one that came to mind because I think I just, like, watched an ad where yeah. it was like, oh, we're celebrating, you know, our 15th year or 15th right. season or whatever. And right. I'm sitting here like, God, you're still on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and all the NCIS and, and CSI shows are all still on. But, uh, except but, for the original CIS. But, again, most wow. most shows don't last 12 seasons. It's true. Right? And, and uh, Bones did. And so I guess based on... The way that the contracts are written, um, the executive producers, who are David Boreanaz and Emily Deschanel, who are also the stars of the show, also yeah. Kathy Reichs, also one of the other producers, um, were all supposed to get a lot more money than they were getting. Ooh. Um, and as a result of all of this and, and them taking basically Fox to quarter over it, um, Fox has to pay them something like $189 million in lost revenue and damages. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, almost $200 million. And oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and the question is, if this is what Fox did with one of their top shows, what are they doing with their other shows? And what other networks are doing this, if any? Yeah. So, listen, I, I have a Hulu account. I love it. I love watching, you know, we all love watching our shows on Hulu and stuff, but... This kind of raises the question of what has been going on with Hulu, right? Yeah. Is this going? Yeah, I mean, we already we're already in a world where Disney, you know, is buying Fox, and they're going to start the Disney Plus streaming service, and yeah, you know, you're going to be getting all of your Hulu stuff, or, or like stuff's going to be coming off Hulu and going on to that. So yeah, um, are all the other networks going to be? Oh, you look like you just need so bad. I need to see so bad, and it's not happening. <laughs> oh no! Um, so just keep going. If it happens, it happens. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like we're in a world where everyone's making their own streaming services, anyways. So how long is Hulu going to be around? How long is it going to be necessary? Blah blah blah. Right. Shrugs. Like I like it. I hope it's still around. But uh, and and maybe maybe this is an isolated incident, right? Yeah. Maybe, maybe. this is just the one time that it happened. But it, it might be honestly because I mean, Hulu's been showing shows like Family Guy and The right. Simpsons that are also Fox shows. Right. And I know Seth MacFarlane is you know and all of the other creators of those of those shows. I don't remember the name of the Simpsons one. I only remember Seth MacFarlane right Matt now. Graining. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, but the two of them are, you know, and all their creator, other creators for their shows are walking away with, you know, some pretty decent cash in their pockets. Sure, but are they walking away with as much as they're supposed to based on their contracts? I don't know. <laughs> and, and, and if Hulu's being so great to Matt Groening, why did Disenchantment go to Netflix? 
Fair point. Yeah. So, and and I, I don't have those answers, right? This is all all speculatory. We don't yeah. we don't know what's going on. We really um, don't. But the fact that this happened and was a hundred and eighty nine million dollar uh, lawsuit, which Fox is trying to repeal or appeal, uh, one of those words. Yeah, <laughs> and and it's already not looking like they have a good choice because appealing mm. decisions about TV shows and stuff generally don't get overruled. Yeah. Um, so. so I heard that was a really good show, and obviously because it, it lasted twelve seasons, it must have been. Yeah, I watched the first nine of them, okay. and then uh, maybe maybe ten. Uh, towards the end, one of the main characters got killed off, and uh, I was and not really a spoiler. I didn't tell you which character. It's true. But uh, yeah, in the first episode of one of the later seasons, the character wasn't on the show, was written off the show, and I was like, all right, I'm done. Like, yeah. I, I, like at that point, I was kind of just watching because I'd always watched, and I was looking for an excuse to break off, and that was a good enough one. And I was like, all right, like it's all. Eh. Yeah, no, so. like I, I actually watched a few episodes of Bones, and it's pretty yeah. interesting. I know, yeah. like sometimes the actual like skeletons that they're examining is kind of like ooh, ooh, that's gross. Ugh. Yeah, but, yeah, that was another mistake once, I used know, to make. Yeah, but once I got past that, I got right into like the investigative stuff that you normally see with shows. Right. I was like, okay, cool, I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there would be days where I'd, I'd go make myself like a big steak or something, and I'd sit down and I'd turn on bones and the first scene would be a dead rotting corpse and I look down at my steak and be like well I'm not hungry anymore uh, so yeah don't eat steak while watching bones <laughs> right right yeah I, I made that mistake a lot um cause I you know there'd be a long enough break where I'd forget and, yeah yeah yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah. So I don't know. I hope uh, I hope that all works out. I hope everyone who uh, signed deals to make a certain amount of money make the amount of money that they were making. They're, they're supposed to make. Um, I don't know. That's yeah. Hope all hope all goes well. So yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and on the plus side, Rupert Murdoch is selling 20th Century Fox. So 21st Century Fox. So. Uh, you know, uh, maybe this won't happen anymore. Maybe who knows? Maybe Shrugs. once Disney gets gets a hold of it, it'll it'll all maybe maybe Disney's more ethical than Fox. That's a weird sentence. I mean, <laughs> listen, we all want to think the best out of everyone, but yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that Disney is not ethical. It's just like, right? They're doing something right. <laughs> I, well, they're making a lot of money. Is what they're doing. So, oh yeah, and there was a period of time where they weren't. They were struggling for a while that's there. That's very true. Yeah. If it wasn't for the Little Mermaid, we wouldn't have the Disney animation ever. Again. We we wouldn't have a lot of things in no. Disney anymore. Like no. the parks m- would probably have closed in like the eighties and the nineties. But either way, though, yeah, Disney's going to do. Uh, Disney's doing good, and we hope that hopefully Bones and everyone else at Fox gets yeah. their gets everything figured out. Yeah. So. All right. Well, I think uh, I think it's time to wrap it up. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So let's see. Social media. We got Atomic Monsoon on Twitter. Atomic underscore Monsoon on Instagram. Facebook.com slash Atomic Monsoon. The Gmail. uh, Atomic Monsoon at Gmail. Uh, We got our Redbubble store. You just search for Atomic Monsoon. Uh, Let's see. What else? You you can listen to us on Voice America Variety Sundays at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Which, by the way, guys, just a note. Daylight savings time is coming soon. Just be aware. Anyway. Yeah, well, we don't we don't deal with it here. Uh, oh, except for at Voice America, we deal with it, but that's a different story. Right. Arizona doesn't change the clocks for daylight savings time because why? Why? Yeah. Why? All right. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Daylight savings time is still a thing for some reason, and yeah. uh, it's not consistent across the United States. Yeah. So. But anyway, though, uh, you can also check us out on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, literally anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yeah. Uh, and hey, leave us a review. <gasps> yes, please do. If you're do. on iTunes, please give us a five-star review or a one-star review. I don't care. Just give us some more attention. Yes, and please you know what? share, you leave, share you, with your friends. If you leave us a five-star review, 
I will read it on the air. He will. I will just be like, hey, I love Atomic Monsoon. You guys are the best. Bah! And I will give you In that credit. exact voice, too. I, I will read it like a <laughs> stupid chicken. Yes. <laughs> anyway, though, guys, uh, please check us out, please. If you have anything you want us to talk about, please uh, send it our way. Yeah, send that via email, but send reviews via iTunes. That. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, uh, I don't got anything else, so no. happy first day of March. Yay, it's March. Yay, it's March. Stephanie, go home and blow your nose. Yeah, I really need to blow my nose, so <laughs> I'm kind of glad we're ending the episode, because that was good, the whole episode. You were doing and, a really good job. And then it was like, hey, remember the fact that you have, like, you know, yeah. sinus issues right uh -huh, now? Uh -huh. Guess what? It's back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, all right. All right, I'm going to go blow my nose. You guys go have a great weekend, and we shall see you all next week. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>